Shalom to all. Today's office about Baba Kaman Nun Vav, and we are starting Nun Hamud Bey is about five lines off for the bottom with the words Tanya Amr Rabbi Yeshua. And today's office sponsor Lili Nishmas Mars Merim Sarabas Rabbi Yaakov Maisha Hernesh Shama should have an Aliyah and Lili Nishmas Mars Freidachai Bela Bas Vietzchuk Svi Hernesh Shama should have an Aliyah. And the word says Tanya with a bride so Amr Rabbi Yeshua Rabbi Yeshua tells us Arbad Varm Ha'Oisa Oisa and Potter Medine Adam Mechayv Medine Shemaim. There are four things that if a person does them, he's Potter Medine Adam, which means Bezin cannot be Mechayv him to pay. However, he is Chayv Medine Shemaim. Ve'luhein these are then number one Haparitz Gad B'fnei Behem. Someone who breaks open the fence in front of his friend's animal and the animal runs away. Someone who bends his friend's standing grain in front of a fire and because of that, the fire burned the grain. Someone who hired false witnesses to give testimony. And someone who knows Eidos for his friend and he doesn't testify it. And now we analyze all four. What's the case of a person breaking down his friend's fence and the animal running away that he's very strong wall. He should be Adam. He should at least have to pay for the wall. Al rather, the Gemara answers We're talking about a shaky wall, and it should have been knocked down anyway. And therefore, he's not have to pay for the wall, and he doesn't have to pay for the animal running away either, because it's just a grom benizakin. And Al Ramar, we had also stated What's the case of him bending his friend's grain in front of a fire, and he's potter for that grain being burned? So that the fire would have gotten to this grain anyway with a regular wind. We should be able to mechayv him in bed. In. It's like he physically burnt his friend's grain. El rather, the fire only got there with an abnormal wind, so him bending his friend's grain did not necessarily ensure that it was going to be burned, and it's only because there was this abnormal wind that blew the fire over there, and that's why he's part of the Adam. Whereas Ravashi Ravashi says, He made it Tomon, and we know that if something is hidden by fire, it's Tomon, so one is not Chai for that. So this fellow took a blanket, for example, and put it on top of his friend's grain, making it Tomon, because it's so to speak hidden underneath the blanket, and that's all Piyalacha, he's part However, he would be chayv. And our Rabbi also stated if he hired false witnesses, and we analyze this case as well. Hey, what's the case? That he hired these false witnesses for himself. Let's say, for example, he hired these false witnesses to say that his friend owes him money. Well, of course, he would have to pay that money back. We should have him as well. It must be that he hired them for his friend, meaning he hired false witnesses to testify that Ruvain owes Shimon money. And in this scenario, he's only chayv. And lastly, we said if he knows Eid is for his friend and he doesn't testify, he's only Chayv Dinei Shamaim. And Maskin, what are we talking about over here? Either you must say, betray that there's two Edim that know this Edos. Pshita, it's obvious. There's a Chiv Dairais for them to give Edos. As the Pasuk says, If he doesn't tell, he bears the sin. So of course he'd be Chayv for not giving this Edos that he knows. El, rather, what are we talking about? Bechad, it's only one fellow that knows Edos. And if he would have given that testimony in Bezdin, even though they wouldn't believe him 100%, at least he would be Machayev, the plaintiff, in a Shvua. And since he didn't give that Edos, he's Chayv Dinei Shamaim. Ask Gemara Vesuleka. There are no more cases, but like we have the following scenarios, and we've had a number of these previously. If a person does melacha with the water of the paraduma or with the paraduma itself, and that passes it from being used, so he's part of adam, but he's chayv dinei shemayim. There's also the following case. If he puts poison in front of his friend's animal, we can't be chayv in bezdin, but he's chayv dinei shemayim. We also have the following case. If he sends a fire with a cherishat and a katan, and it causes damage. In this case as well, we also have the following case, if a person scares his friend and causes damage, 
If his pitcher broke the Shusarabim and he didn't remove it, or if his camel fell and he didn't stand it up and someone got damaged on it, Rav Meir Machayev has a gun, Rav Meir's Machayev damages. However, Chum Aimrim, the Chum say, So, our answer is in. You're 100% right. There are many cases. But these four that were mentioned in the Brisa, they're necessary to tell us that he's And why is that? Because you might have thought that even he shouldn't be Chayev. The Chiddush is that he's Chayev. And why do we think this in each of the cases? Well, when he breaks down the wall in front of his friend's animal, you might have thought, since his wall should have been dismantled anyway, as we explained, there was a Kaisal it. what did he do? And he shouldn't be Chayev even in the Chiddush is, at least in he is Chayev. And the same thing with bending his friend's grain over and the fire burned it. We might have thought, he could say, did I know that an abnormal wind would come and burn it? And therefore, maybe he's not even Chayev Bidina Shemaim. Kamashman, the Chedesh is, the Bidina Shemaim, he is Chayev. And Larvashi Dabr Nami Taman, Itmar, according to Ravashi, that explained the fire case that the fellow had made a Taman, he covered it with a blanket. Malatim might have thought the fellow could say, I covered it for him. Maybe he took a fire retardant blanket and covered it to protect it from the fire. Bidina Shemaim Nami Lechayev, and he shouldn't be Chayev Bidina Shemaim either. In the case of hiring false witnesses, Malatami might have thought the lame of the fellow could say, When the Rebbe says something and the Talmud says something else, who do you listen to? Of course you listen to the Rebbe. And who's the Rebbe over here? Hashem. Hashem says, Don't testify falsely. So just because this fellow hired false witnesses, those false witnesses shouldn't have listened to him. And he shouldn't be Chayev even in the case Even in this case where he knows Eidos and he doesn't testify, Malatami. We might have thought, who says that even if you would have given this Adis that he knows, the other fellow would have admitted that what he's saying is correct. Maybe the fellow would have sworn falsely, and therefore he shouldn't be Chayv Dinah Shemaim either. Even in this case, he's Chayv Dinah Shemaim. And continue to explain mission, we said in efforts of Elijah Shabbat Tzul, listen with Hulu, that if the wall broke down in the middle of the night and the animal ran out, robbers broke it out and went out and damaged, so he's Potter. Now, Marab, Rabba qualifies the case of the Mishnah. This is only when the animal dug under the wall, and because of that, the wall fell down. Ask Let's say the animal didn't dig. What would the halacha be? Chayev. It's mashma the owner would be chayev. Well, hey, what's the case? This is a very strong, sturdy wall. If the animal didn't dig under the wall and it fell down on its own, why would the owner be chayev? What was the owner supposed to do? He had a good, strong, sturdy wall and it just pitom fell down in the middle of the night. Why should it be chayev for his animal going out and damaging? El, rather, you're going to say, we're talking about it's a shaky wall. When the animal digs under the wall and then the wall falls down, why would the owner be putter? This is a classic case that the beginning is a pshia, he should have fixed his wall, and the end turned out to be an oinus that the animal dug under the wall and because of that it fell down. And the owner should also be potter for that. Now, this does make sense according to the Omer, but according to the Omer, that when the beginning is a pshia, but the end is an oinus, that one is chayef for that, so what can we say? El and the Gemara answers differently, Omer is just talking about a strong, sturdy wall, and even if the animal didn't dig underneath. I, Rabbi, just mentioned something about the animal digging underneath the wall. So what are we referring to? And when Rabbah mentioned this idea of the animal digging under the wall, he's really talking about the seifa. What did the Mishnah say in the seifa? If he left the animal out baking in the sun, or he gave it to a chershait or a katan, and went out and damaged, and on Rabbah, on this Rabbah said, that's even if the animal dug. And the explanation of this is as follows. You don't even have to say that if the animal did not dig under the wall, and it damaged in the situation that it's in, of course the owner's 
Chayev because it's a Pshia. Ela filu chaser nami. Even if the animal dug under the wall, Malatayim, we might have thought about chaser pshia with sefer ba'ines that there's a case that the beginning is a pshia but the end is an ines. Kamashman the cheder says the cool pshiahi. The entire case is considered pshia. My time, why is that? Don't really because he could tell him. Meaning the nizik could tell the mazik. Maybe the adapter the kibun shav chaser b'chama. You know very well that since you left your animal out in the sun, called tzedaka the isl mevod of the venafka. Any sort of thing it's able to do in order to get out from being baked by the sun, it's going to do that and it's going to get out. And that's why even if it dug underneath the wall and it got out because of that, still you're for that because you shouldn't have left it out in the sun. And continue explaining the mission. We said it to you, listen, listen, chayavin. If robbers took this animal out and then it damaged, so the robbers are chayav for that. The Gorno Falvam Beza Taba asked Pshita, that's obvious. Kivinda of Kua, Kaimal Abishusayu, Chal Mili. Since they took it out physically, so now it's considered to be in their Rishus for everything. And once it damages, it's like their animal's damaging, so of course they're chayav. What's the Kiddush to say? They're chayav. The Gorno answers, let's read the Kamulaba Apa. What we're talking about is that they stood in front of it, meaning they didn't actually touch the animal. They just stood in its way and they only allowed it to go this way and then they stood over there and they only allowed it to go that way and eventually went and damaged. And the Chayv in that case, again, even though they didn't touch it. This is just like what Rabbah said in the name of Masa, who said, Rav, If a person takes his friend's animal and puts it on somebody else's grain and the animal ate the grain or damaged it, so he's Chayv for that. And now we ask on this, Mamid Pshita. If he physically took the animal and stood it on the grain and it damaged it, of course he's Chayv for that. And the answer is, that he stood in front of it. He didn't actually physically touch it. He just stood here and stood there until it went onto the grain and damaged it, he's chayv even in that scenario. And that's the Chiddush. Now, I'm going to buy the Rav told the Rav Yosef on this memra of Rabbah B'Shem Rav Masna B'Shem Rav, Hikisha Amadalon, you said that he struck it with a stick. And Velisim Nami, the Kishua, in the case of Velisim and our Mishnah, we're talking about where they struck it. And even though they didn't do Mashicho or pick it up and move it somewhere physically, striking with a stick is considered like making a Kenyan on it enough that if it goes and damages, they're chayv for it. I continue to explain the Mishnah. We had said, Masla Roya, Nechasaroya, Vachulu, that if he gave it over to a Roya, to a shepherd, so now the shepherd's in his place, and if it damages, the shepherd's chayv. The Gemara tells us, Amri, they said, Tachtav Daman, who's the shepherd in place of? Even if you want to say, Tachtav that the shepherd takes the place of the owner of the animal. We already learned that. We have a very clear memory that we learned previously. Then if someone gives his animal over to Shemachinam, a Shail, and a Sachar, or Sachar, so they all take the place of the owner. And a shepherd is no different. So we didn't need our mission to tell us that. Ella, rather, what's the mission talking about? Tachtav the Shimer, the shepherds in place of the Shimer. The Shimer, Kama, Ifterli, the Gamri, and that means the first Shimer is Pata completely. In other words, the owner of the animal gave it over to a shimer. That shimer gave it over to a raya, to a shepherd. So now the shepherd takes the place of the first shimer, and when the animal damages, the first shimer is put there. And that's what our mission is saying. The Gemara suggests, let me have it to Rava. Let's say this is a refutation to Rava. Why is that? Dumb Rava. Rava says, that if one shimer gives the object that he's watching over to another shimer, and something happens in that second shimer's rishos, so the first shimer is high for that. He's not putter, and this seems to be very clearly not like Rava. So the Gemara tells us, no, Amr Rava will tell you, the my muscle the raya, what does it mean that he gave it over to a raya? Meaning, what's our mission talking about? Labarzile, he gave it over to his apprentice, his attendant, his helper. The Urcha the Royal Memsa Labarzile, it's normal for a shepherd to give an animal over to his attendant to watch. And that's what the mission is telling us that when the owner of an animal gives it over to a shepherd, and the shepherd gives the animal to his attendant or his apprentice, and it damages under his apprentice's watch, the apprentice is chive and not the raya. Now, some say that we understand the opposite. Meaning, Tani Muscle the Raya, from the fact that our mission says that he gave it over to the shepherd, and it doesn't say that he gave it over to somebody else, Shmami know we learn from here, the my Masa the Raya, what does it mean he gave it over to the shepherd? Masa Raya le Barzile. It means that the shepherd gave it over to his apprentice, the Urchid Raya le Masa Barzile. And the reason why the apprentice is Chayev is because it's normal for the shepherd to give animals over to his apprentice to watch, and that's why the apprentice takes the place of the shepherd. But what would we learn from there, Avala Acher If the shepherd had given over to somebody else, and then the animal damaged in that other person's Rishos, the shepherd is not putter for that. Now let me say, Let's say this is a Raya for Rava. Tom Rava, Rava says, Shemr 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 Chayev, that if a Shemr gives 
gives it over to another Shimer, he's Chayiv. Sha'ami, the answer is light. That's not true. Tell Moruch the Mosakatani. Maybe the Mishnah is just telling us what the norm is. The normal case is that when an animal is given over to a shepherd, the shepherd will give it over to his apprentice. However, Ruadilachir, it could be the Mishnah is also saying that if the shepherd gives it over to somebody else and not his apprentice, the shepherd would be putter, meaning Shemr Shemasa Shimer is putter, and not like Rava. So we don't have a right for Rava from the Mishnah. I think Mark goes on to talk about something which is perhaps more relevant for Rav Metziah, but it's brought over here. It's my stated. Shemra Veda, a person who's watching a lost object. A guy's walking down the street, he finds something, he takes it home, he puts up signs, he tries to find the rightful owner, but in the meantime, he's watching it. So what's his status? Rabba Amar Rabba says, Kshamr Chinam Dami. He's like a Shemra Chinam. It's like he's watching it for free. Or as Rav Yesav, Amar Yesav says, Kshamr Sachar Dami. He's like a Shemra Sachar. It's like he's a paid Shemer. Rabba Amar Shemra Chinam Dami. Rabba says he's like a Shemra Chinam because Maya Nakamatile, what benefit is coming to him? He's watching this item for free. He can't use it. He can't do anything with it. He's not getting paid for watching it. So he's a Shemra Chinam. Rav Yesav, Amar Yesav says, Kshamr Sachar Dami. He's like a Shemra Sachar. Why is that? Because this hana that he gains, that he does not have to give bread to an ani, he's like a shamer sachar. Now, what does that mean? He doesn't have to give bread to an ani. So, this is an example of if a person is involved in one mitzvah, he does not have to go do another mitzvah. So, when the person's involved in watching the saveda, he's considered to be Isaac in the mitzvah of Hashavah Saveda. And therefore, if a poor fellow comes knocking on the door and asks for some bread, he doesn't have to give it to him. That means he just gained this piece of bread that he didn't have to give to the ani. So, that makes him like a shamer sachar. Now, some explain as follows. Rabbi Yisuf Amr, Rabbi Yisuf said, Kshamr Sachar Dami is like a Shamr Sachar. And why is that? Kim Nerachman and Shabbat Bakarche, since the Torah was Mashabbat him against his will, meaning he has to watch his object against his will, the Torah says he has to watch it. Hilkach Shamr Sachar Dami, therefore he's like a Shamr Sachar, not because he's getting paid, it's just that there's a higher level of Shmir that he has to watch it with. As we know, a Shamr Sachar is Chai for more things than a Shamr Chinam is, so therefore we're telling the Shamr Aveda that he has to watch it with a higher level, like a Shamr Sachar, as opposed to a Shamr Chinam. Now we're going to stop here for the day, we'll pick up tomorrow with a number of questions on this. For now, Everyone should have a wonderful day.